With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, afternoon. Is it afternoon or is it evening? Whenever these people are listening to it. Whenever they listen. That's true. Guten Tag. Uh, we're back. Uh, it's been a bit of a longer layoff, so apologies about that, but uh, can't be helped. So uh, let's go straight into it. We've got Cal here, by the way. All right. T. What up? And uh, your host, Alex. Um, okay, so there's only one place to start. It's pointless even just, yeah. just pretending that anything else in boxing matters now. Uh, you had a bit of a climb down. I have had a climb down, yeah. yeah. So because I said. you weren't going to watch all day. I'm not fucking watching all this. All day, all fucking months, mate. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I was accused of being elitist by someone, and it made me uh, it made me sit back and, and think. And say, am I just being a knob? But I, I was uh, for Mayweather McGregor. I, I felt like like everyone probably already knew that we we're being mugged off. Into I mean, I didn't buy it, obviously, but for people that were paying that much, whether it's hundred dollars if you're in the US or twenty quid here if, if you're here, and I just felt, you know, what? oh no, no, I had enough, right? I, because it's, it's ridiculous. I'm not I'm not doing it. This isn't boxing. This I'm not. Every, all these people on, on your Facebook, right? And we've all got them. All the people that you all sit watch Facebook uh, on Facebook and they would have started suddenly started talking about Mayweather or they've watched UFC and now suddenly are now experts of how he's going to transgress into, uh, transition, sorry, into, into boxing. And I was like, I hate all this. I hate humans anyway, as you yeah, know, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, then I had to deal with that. But no, you're right. I had, a, I had a climb down on the day because as the day came on, I was like, I want Floyd just to finish this shit once and for all now. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I had a nap and then I got up and I watched every minute of it of, <laughs> from from cleverly onwards. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, Cal, it was a special night for you. Yeah. Your boy was back. Yeah. yeah well, talk you us, know, talk I, us through your emotions I, of the night. I said, uh, I, I said, I said in the group the other night, I'd watch him fight Conor Wickham, let alone Conor <laughs> McGregor. It's, I'd watch him fight pretty much anybody because he's just the great of the sport and he's my favourite. Um I'm usually a nervous wreck before Floyd fights. I'm normally just absolutely nervous wreck. And I was a bit nervous just because he's 40 and boxed in two years. And you get caught up in the hype. We all do, you know. You all just get caught up in the hype for what it was. And I did. I ordered it like a week ago. Yeah. Like, it was happening. I was watching Floyd. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it doesn't even. I order everything. I'm just like that. I'm. You know, Sky Sports like you can order it from six AM on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, so you set an alarm for five forty five. Cow, sorry. Yeah, I'm just like I order everything. And uh yeah. And so yeah, I was nervous, but then like you, I had a little nap, woke up, woke up for Cleverly, because I really like Cleverly as well. Woke up for Cleverly and then fight came around, still wasn't that nervous. Usually my heart's going bum 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 bum. But it weren't. You get Floyd. life, mate. Yeah, I know. I'm so glad he's. I'm so glad Floyd stopped now. Um, and then, yeah, it happened, and uh, we got the right result eventually. T, what was? Did your well, emotions change? You, because in our group, you were 
you were almost angry after round two of like, why am I even watching this? I know, I thought, <laughs> I thought I'd be caught up here. I'd actually paid for it. Because I wanted to see it in HD with no lag or anything. I wanted to see it live. But um, throughout the week, I thought, I want to watch this fight. And Alex kind of crept into my soul a little bit. I thought, you know what, why am I, why am I even entertaining this fight? I love that that's the first time you've admitted that as well. I've <laughs> come clean. I thought, you know, maybe Alex is onto something there. Maybe we should just fuck it off. But then I just thought, um, in terms of an event, it was a success. And it was, it was a great event. Um, I don't think it's a fight people could have watched over and over again. But when I saw them two face to face in the ring, I did feel a bit of excitement. Really, you know, were... <laughs> I did. I'll be honest. I did. Yeah. It was surreal, wasn't it? Do you know what I think? Errol, Errol Spence described on, on on Showtime. Errol Spence um, described it in a, in a perfect way. He said, "This isn't this isn't a this isn't a Canelo Golovkin. This isn't uh, you know a Ward Cobb level, whatever. But what it is is a is a a hugely anticipated, popular culture event." Because Conor McGregor has a huge is is a, is a cult hero of of his of its time at the moment for UFC and and for him in general and obviously it's Irish so that covers a huge amount of of, of very passionate support mm. and Floyd is Floyd you know so that he said this is where where the bouncers come from from the fact that this is a pop a pop culture event this isn't boxing match and if you can appreciate it and enjoy it that for what it is good luck to you I struggled with that and I felt like I was being a a bit of a nod towards the end, and I thought, like, just chill out a bit and enjoy yourself. Well, that's exactly clear. I mean, um, it's a bit like Game of Thrones season seven. Oh, no, I'm, <laughs> only, I'm only at I'm season not, three. I'm not going to anything, but um, it does feel a bit like that. It's a bit like more of an event than the actual plot itself. But um, but I think Mayweather did what he had to do, fought within himself. He looked, for me, it's a tiny bit fleshy. I know he only weighed 149, but I thought, he doesn't give a fuck about this, does he? When, when he's walking him down, I thought this is like it's like he's boxing the sun or something. You know? There were some videos that came out that came out today, weren't there, of him of him uh, of him dancing and 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 doing a bit of rapping before uh, before this fight. And then I don't know if they showed it on Sky, but on show on Showtime again, they showed him having a head massage yeah. for about fifteen minutes yeah. uh, <laughs> before, and he was just like, you know, it was just ridiculous. And you could tell he was having fun. Um, but look, let, let's cover all bases. To be yep. fair, yeah, no, in no danger of of in any day. So uh, Mag- um, Conor McGregor landed a relatively nice left like uppercut. Oh, yeah. um, first round, wasn't it? First or second round. Yep. Um, but he was never in any danger of, no. of anything going on from that, was it? I, I, I think, obviously, early rounds, you, there's a few things to think about. Floyd is 40, 41 in February. Um, McGregor is, was massive. He, was, he is yeah. the biggest fighter Floyd's ever fought. There's mm. no, his head is huge. He's like something out of, out of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. It's mm. just his head is massive. Like he's just a huge guy compared to Floyd. He's so awkward as well. His the way he used his arms. It was almost like 1920s style. The yeah. way he used his arms. And I think Floyd's had a couple of rounds to look at him and gone. This guy's a bit fucking weird. So he's just looked at him for a couple of rounds. Well, talk, talk to me about Floyd's performance, Ephra. How, how he came about it, how you thought, what his I, tactics were, and, um, and go from there. And then, we'll, and then we'll discuss McGregor afterwards because he, he deserves yeah. he deserves uh, mentioning yeah. it. I know dick all about MMA, mm-hmm. but I know McGregor's going to gas. Mm-hmm. I knew McGregor was going to gas because I've seen enough of him in MMA to know he gasses. Mm-hmm. So and Floyd, so Floyd obviously knows that too. First couple of rounds, Floyd just looked at him. He just kind of looked at him and just let him kind of just do what he liked, knowing that he was going to find his find his timing. And you could see Floyd's timing was way off. Mm. He, he's, he wasn't he wasn't <clears throat> sharp. He's, he was well, way off for Floyd. Way off for Floyd. Like his timing wasn't right. He wasn't really landing everything crisp. He clearly isn't as fast as he was or accurate as he was. Um, it took him four rounds to kind of find his rhythm. And then around round four, he started landing right hands to the body, which tactically was absolutely the right thing to do. He's so good at that. He, he did it in the Maidana fight. He just started throwing left hands to the body in the Maidana fight. And that really worked on that night. And on this night, right hand, straight right hand, straight right hand to the body again and again and again. And he just slowed McGregor right down. And from that point onwards, I don't think there was any ever danger of Floyd losing, but from round four onwards, it was already over. It was over. Floyd was going to stop him eventually. Mm. Um, yeah. T, do you feel that? Do you feel that the two-year layoff that, that Mayweather's had? Do you feel that that was almost forgotten about after the fight, where everyone was praising McGregor, and, yeah. and rightly so, I think, in in some respects. And we'll we'll get onto him in a bit more detail in a second. But do you think people almost forgot about that? Completely forgot about that two-year layoff. Say the fact that he needed maybe three, four rounds to get into Rivermas Castle. I think it showed. Um, you know, his character, his timing was off. Um, I don't think he took the fight that seriously. 
to be honest. I think he knew he can just fight 70% and win. Um, I don't think it matters yet. He had, a two, he had two years off. He's, um, he's a decorated amateur, decorated pro, fighting against a novice. So you can't really... I don't think a two-year factor comes in, really yeah. comes into it, to be honest. I think... Um, you know, I was talking to a mate earlier, I said, you know, if uh, Michael Phelps swam against um, one of the Brownlee twins, he'd win easily. Mm. And he wouldn't have to be at 100%. So... Well, uh, sides of slippage, you, you mentioned that you, you know, Mayweather's timing was off. Was there anything else that, that, that you thought um, was different about him in terms of, of what you would expect I, I, I or what you what, saw maybe against Pacquiao? Or... I think what he said is important. It's about he knew, he, was, he knew that he weren't very he weren't a proper boxer. And Floyd's been like that throughout his career. When, when, when he sees that someone poses a legit threat, Canelo, Pacquiao, those are his best performances. That's when you see him at his absolute best, when he sees someone as a threat. <clears throat> when he sees someone as not so much of a threat, you will see him slack a bit. Maidana too is one, mm-hmm. because he, he was not very good that night at all. And he, he, you will see him not perform at his best. And I think motivation is incredibly important here. But I think it was very much, he was rusty. I think yeah. he was rusty for those first four rounds. But once he did get his timing, which he did after five rounds, it was same old Floyd. And how nice was it to see, regardless of opposition and the type of the event, as we thought it was, was it, it was. How fucking sexy was it to see him finish someone? You know, I know I didn't put him, knock him out clean yeah. or anything like that, but to see him really be able to show off almost, you know, when he's aggressive, yeah. there's, there's when, and it's not often. You're right. It's not often that he's that aggressive, but when he is, it is. It's a sight to behold. I must have watched that finish about 12 times. I'm just Because <laughs> he's just, it's left hook, straight right hand, left hook, body shot. And yeah. It's just like, fuck, he never throws combos. But yeah. when he does, he does it better than anybody. Yeah. Obviously, he hasn't for all these years because he's been in pretty much every fight the smaller man. Yeah. He's got brittle hands. And obviously, for the last five years, he's been in his mid-late 30s. So he's having to do things differently. But it was like someone had taken like this Rolls Royce, right, that they'd carefully looked after and anyone who's driven it or been allowed anywhere near it has had to wear gloves yeah. they've had to like be in a like, all over like dust-free suit you know air chamber right to even look at it and then suddenly they thought you know what one last out. time let's go and take it around a round a track and really let it go and it was it was it was nice um all right let's let's get on to mcgregor because i feel like there's some uh there's some stuff that needs to, to be said about him um from my point of view I don't know, you know, I'm the same as you, I know, sh- I know shit about MMA, right? Um, but I know who McGregor is, and I know how popular he is, and I know um, you know what his attributes are and what his attributes are not. Um, he Im- he impressed me with, with how he didn't lose his head in the first one or two rounds. There was an element of, you know, no matter what that event, there's adrenaline going, you know, it's the first type of event, like, that's not the first type of event, but on this scale, you know... Um, it surprised me how he didn't just go all in. I thought he paced it quite well mm-hmm. to start with, obviously, mm-hmm. until he started getting caught. Um, like you say his stance was very, very odd. He's thrown from from ridiculous angles, but you could tell, couldn't you? Straight. I mean, the stance was one thing, but the leaning in from from whenever he was not jabbing, anything else other than jabbing. As soon as his right hand started to to come over, it was almost like he was on. Yeah, but it was on the Michael Jackson video when they lean like oh, yeah, <laughs> forty five yeah. degrees forward. That's what it was like, and it was. Uh, and it was quite um, reassuring to watch, actually, to say, you know, what, this this shit is not easy. You can't just even someone like that cannot just come and transition into it. But um, we had a, on on that note, we had a question from um, from Colin Howe, eighty two on Twitter. So were you surprised at how little power McGregor seemed to seemed to carry? Um, I wasn't massively surprised. Um, it's all very well someone having a big shot, but in in UFC he sets up the shot. Um, if you look at a couple of his knockouts, the guy's got his chin up in the air. Mm. You know, I mean, when he knocked out Aldo, Aldo's chin was up, was there waiting to be hit. Um, there was one point in the fight when I think um, he tried to switch stance and maybe the smacks him in the face. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember that, yeah. It's just in the corner of the ropes, and it was literally yeah. as he was changing yeah. stance. He hadn't even set yet. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so, no, I think I wasn't that surprised because I think to set... I mean, he probably has got good power, but when you when you step up in the levels in boxing, you can't hit people like Mayweather that easily, that clean. So I was never really wary of the threat of his of his power. Yeah, I, I was a little bit. It was like you could see it in the first round. He was kind of he was like fine trying to find range, and Groves has been been guilty of this in the past. He tried to find range with his hands instead of with his feet. Mm. 
and he was and like I said before he was like a 1920s boxer yeah. his arms were very out straight and he was just trying to pour with shots I was really surprised at how bad his technique was right. I thought it would be slightly better than that just because he had done bits and bobs as an amateur but obviously nothing really but you saw the jabs like the jabs were okay. they'd been coached coached yeah. jabs which yeah. is obviously which is fine <clears throat> yeah. um, but you could tell you're right finding range with his, with his hands rather than his feet because there's that there's that meme going around of, of 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 how you know almost you know half of the jabs that he threw were literally like tickling his nose yeah, yeah. and Mayweather actually kissed one of them which yeah. was which was just fantastic yeah. um but he's got got bollocks yeah he's took took stepped in took his took his licks obviously a, a you know massive buckets of load of, of cash which obviously yeah. I'm sure helps but uh, I thought afterwards. I thought he spoke quite well afterwards, and I warmed to him actually quite a lot after yeah. the fight. I've, I've always liked him. He, yeah. um, I think he's one of those guys who can't really bet against. A bit like Tony Belly to a lesser degree, and yeah. um, you know Jose Aldo. I believe was unbeaten for over ten years, and he just knocked him out in fifteen seconds. Yeah. You know, and um, I think against Diaz, I think he won the first one and he lost the second one. Might have that wrong. So there's times when you can't really bet against him, but. Um, I mean, there are other MMA fighters who are going to try to hand, well, want to try to hand out boxing. Um, you know, Michael MVP Page um, wants, yeah. wants to have a go at it. Um, well, this was my point. Sorry, Tip, but this was my point. Does, does the dangers of this fight? Does it set a precedent? Does it set wheels in motion for? All right, not on the same scale, but does it set something for where um, this is far more easily accepted now? I don't. I wouldn't say so because um, the fight made money. That's why it was made. Um, yeah. I don't think Mayweather would have fought anybody. If it makes money, then fair enough. There's a bloke who wants to fight um, Anthony Joshua, Miocic, and this guy fought as Golden Gloves level as an amateur. He fought against Bryant Jennings as an amateur. So he's, he if he was to fight AJ, he probably looked better than McGregor did. Yeah, but yeah. but then would he be able to? Would he have the head movement to avoid any shots? No. Mm. Um, does it set a precedent? Well, unless he got unless he got a Pacquiao and someone around his weight who. Can yeah. generate the money. I don't, I don't think it'll be too no. common. McGregor and Mayweather are both crossover stars. They're both absolute superstars. You know, McGregor, even in UFC, was getting. I remember seeing the first time I heard about McGregor was about eighteen months ago, a couple of years ago, and it was a picture of his weigh-in in Vegas, and there was fucking like twenty thousand people there. Mm. Oh, who's this kid? Kind of thing. Who's this guy? He's doing. You know, he's who's this guy? And he's a crossover star, and there isn't anybody else. There was Rousey, but you know, Rousey got found out by a boxer as well. Um, so I think it was just I think it's I don't see it happening a lot didn't hasn't that page do doesn't he sign with David Hay he, he has and, yeah. um, he's talking about our, um, the difficulties he's having in the transition um, you know this is stamina I mean I thought five five minute rounds would be good preparation but it's not mm. but I mean I think in MMA it might be easier to take a bit of um, take a breather because you're finding your range of your yeah. hands and your feet but um, and it's habits as well like, I mean yeah. you saw in the fact the amount of like Hammer punches, as I described, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what it was, but and and the back of the head. And I mean, look, Floyd's t- Floyd's not that. You know, he's, he's turning his back. That's what he does. You know, yeah. gets caught in position, close to the ropes, turns his back, knows that they can't throw, sets again, and away he goes. I thought Robert Bird had a fucking shocker. I uh, thought he had an absolute shocker. I I felt sorry for him because I felt that he would he would have had to be loose with with Connor. To be able to keep the to keep the event as what it is, yeah. I'm, I'll be amazed if there was not a conversation beforehand saying, "Look, no one wants to get embarrassed about this. Um, you know, we need to we need to start looking at it uh, very quickly." Fifteen zero. Yeah, that's it's. Do we count it for a start? Absolutely, absolutely. I do. Go on, drop some knowledge, Cal. Absolutely, we count it as fifty and zero. Um, Marciano's family have come out and they've and they've said, "Oh, this he'd be spinning in his grave. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, it's like." Have a look at your dad slash brother's record himself. In his thirty-fifth fight, he boxed a guy that was eleven and thirteen and two. You know, in his thirtieth fight, he fought a guy that was sixty-six and fifty-seven. You know, his his record isn't littered with people that that are, yeah. are a higher standard. Julio Cesar Chavez is another name that's thrown around to to shit on Floyd. In his first six fights, they were all making their debut. He boxed nine people that were making their debut, mm. four of which boxed him and never boxed again. Yeah. That's I, crazy. Isn't that? We've all gone to watch boxing. How many times have you gone to boxing and watched a geezer come out in a polo shirt? <laughs> are, these, are these people any more qualified than McGregor? Yeah. Of course they're not. It counts. Yeah. I think people get. I think people are getting too are getting too upset with the 50 and not with not just taking as an individual fight. I think that's a great point, yeah. They're getting, oh, God, it's 50. Ricardo Lopez has got 51. Fucking calm the fuck down. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's this 50th fight. 
But all these legendary fighters. But just talk about the achievement, Joe. It's fifty and zero, and he has fought. Look, there's accusations of, of you know picking when and, and yeah. whom, obviously. But when you get to a certain level, then you're able to do that. I guess he's you beat know, sixteen world champions. Um, plenty of them were undefeated. Uh, if you if you Yes, there was time where he's picked people at the right time. Canelo, you could perhaps say, was at the right time. Pacquiao was at the right time. But it takes two to tango, you know. And I think 50-0 is a fantastic achievement because it's the quality and it's the longevity. To, to, be, to fight at that level from 1998 when he first won a world title till it was 2015 when he retired as two-weight world champion. You can't, you can't knock that. I don't care. Do you know? And do you know what I think is is I think a testament to him as well is that is the transition from Pretty Boy Floyd to to Money Mayweather in terms of in terms of style, in terms of the way he approached everything. That because he had to. Yeah, I think you know, like you say, has issues with hands. You know, as as you get and as you get older, against people like the Canellas of this world and and that type of thing, it's he, he's had to change. And you look at all great sportsmen out there. You know, you look at you know, got Federer. Yeah, and you look at but even and Federer. Yeah, Federer is a fantastic He's example. Adapted. Yeah, footballers are what you've always seen these people. You know, the Ronaldo's, this Bales of this world who suddenly come back one a summer, huge. You know, pumped. You know, and it's because they've they've changed their game because they knew that that's the level they want to be at requires that. Um, uh, and I think that's what is testament to Floyd, but it gets looked over a lot. He's completely changed the paradigm. Um, you know, when he was, I mean, we're going to talk about Javante Davis in a little bit, but. A lot of these people want to be Money Mayweather without being Pretty Boy first and paying their dues. Mm. Um, I think um, Mayweather beat a guy, Gennaro Hernandez, is that the guy's name? You know, and he donated, and he, he, I think he um, paid for the funeral. He did, that was no, his first world title. People don't hear things about it, but, May, but Mayweather fought for years and he had that slave contract that he yeah, sort of made. He bought yeah. himself out of his contract, yeah. he had that much faith in his own ability. Yep. He bought himself out of his contract and $700, made... $700,000 And made absolutely yeah. shit. I think, um, I mean... Okay, he didn't fight Margarito, he didn't fight Paul Williams, he didn't fight Koto when he could have. Um, the thing with the Pacquiao thing is that people say, well, he fought Pacquiao five years after. Well, Pacquiao aged, so does Mayweather age. What, is Mayweather the same fucking age yeah. for, for those five years? I don't know, I think Mayweather is um, probably the best fighter since Sugar Leonard. I said it might be Roy Jones, but I think since Sugar Leonard is probably Roy Jones, Mayweather and Hopkins. I completely agree. I, yeah, I completely yeah. agree with those three. And, you know, I think, obviously, I think Floyd's number one. I'd, I'd probably have Hopkins, too. I think Roy, the, I'm a huge fan of Roy Jones. The only problem with him was he spent too long fighting yeah. mandatories. Um, and but, he's kept going, which has ruined it for me a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I think somebody said to me at work, once you climb Everest, you can't unclimb Everest. You've climbed it. Yeah. You can't take that away from him. And I think that's the, that's the truth with Roy. Okay, look, so it's that event, it's done, and, uh, and we'll move on. But um, on the undercard, so we said we mentioned... Um, Two fights, really. Only two of real note. There was a couple of um, of crackers actually early on in the uh, on the show, but we'll talk about the two the two kind of chief supports, which was Nathan Cleverly yeah. uh, uh, lost to Badu Jack, yeah. um, lost his WB um, a. WBA sorry yeah, uh, regular uh, regular title yeah that's <laughs> regular yeah <laughs> not happy about that, not king size yeah. Um, was it what I expected? We all yeah. we all talked amongst ourselves, and we all I've, we all felt that it would be a pretty easy night for Badu Jack. I felt. Go right. on. I think um, for me, I think Cleverly's career sort of died after he lost to Kovalev. I think. I think Kovalev took a soul. Didn't I think he? Kovalev took something that night. It's testament to him that he that he's able to fight and win another win another title, albeit a regular one. Uh, but when the fight was made, I thought it was, a, it was probably tailor made for for Badu Jack. He'll get rounds. Not many people. I mean, you don't see Kevin get knocked out too much, and he's you know he's a tough crack, tough nut to crack. Yeah. And I thought, well, it'll be a good fight for him, but I think it'll be a good coming up party for Baddy Jack. And there's something I like cleverly, but I like I, I liked him more than I liked his boxing. I right, think. Right. Um, I find there's something vastly unattractive about his style. Yeah. I think there's something vastly inferior into the way he's been trained. Yes. Yes. Um, and. And it's just it's the it was like watching the Bellew fight. Because yeah. that the second one, yeah. Because there, there was no right, almost no right hand at all, yeah. and just being on that jab with constant left, right, left, right head movement, and then just getting caught when anyone decides to to turn it up a bit, which yeah. is a shame. Because like I said, it's it's well, it's not a shame because he's made he's made he's made his money, he's made plenty of money, he's made plenty of money from that from the Bellew two fight. 
you know, he's won, won another world title. All right, the Bremer fight was was what it was, and he's lost it in relatively spectacular fashion against um, against Paddy Jack. But yeah. good luck to him. He's got other. I liked him because he's always had other coals in the fire about other stuff he does in yeah. his life, and and he's he's given boxing his time and and his dedication, and now he knows when yeah. to walk away from it, which I think yeah. is very. I smart. really, I always really like cleverly. I um, I think when I was really heavily starting to get into boxing, it was when Friday Night Fights were on, and he made his name. He beat Tony Oki in Portsmouth for the Commonwealth title, and that was like his coming out fight. Mm. Uh, and then you know he won, he won that. Then he won the British. Uh, and then I, w- I think one of the first was, few times I went to boxing, he won the European. It was a very, very quick transition. To, he, yeah. you know, I think he's talked about himself in it about how he, he almost ended up as a world ti- as a world champion. Like Jesus, yeah. How has this happened? Yeah. He was exceptional against Cairo Murat. He was really good. But then that was like the peak. He was excellent that night. Won the title basically based off. I think he won it outside of the ring because Bremer didn't want to fight him at the time. And that was his peak, the Murat fight. He was exceptional that night, and he just never got any better. He was trained by somebody, and I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Enzo Calzaghi. Somebody trained him off that. I can't remember who it is. Wasn't it his dad? Yeah, it was Vince. Vince Cleverly. Yeah, it might have been him. And then he he took on this new chap, and he just <laughs> he just tanked off. Well, I had a question about this. I mean, so he's yeah. he's been quite loyal to. I, I'm so sorry. I forget. I forget the guy's name. Now, but he's something. a yeah. But he's essentially a fitness coach. Yeah. Is, is 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 what he is. So. Um, and and he's he's stuck with him. Do you do you think sometimes there are fighters that stick with certain coaches or certain certain members of their team purely out of loyalty, um, and when it's almost detriment to, to themselves? Do you think that is yeah. that something that a boxer can easily fall into? Yeah, I think um, you know. I think who is it? It was uh, old time promoter and Mark will kill me because he talks about this guy all the time. But I can't remember his name. He said, "If you want loyalty, get a dog." Mm. Probably and Duff or Lawless, one of those two. I think yeah. it was Duff. I think it was Duff, and. Um, yeah, if you want to get a dog. So you don't see it often in boxing. And I think, I understand why that is, because it's business at the end of the day. And sometimes you have to be, you can't be completely loyal because there's money on the line. And uh, I think absolutely with Cleverly to his detriment that he's stuck with this guy who's obviously, you know, been good to him and it's just not worked out. I think even with McGregor the other night, I think he think he kept the same people. Could have just had a Freddie Roach or some, even a Joe Gallagher. I thought he was being served, you know, Sparkling water and some pizza at one yeah. point because it's just a little free waiters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think um, bruschetta. I think, yeah, I think James Gallagher put in an example that springs to my yeah. mind for, for for the loyalty. I mean, um, he could maybe have better coaches, but he's been he's been successful so far. I remember when um, yeah, it's worked, doesn't it? Yeah. To be fair, when I first saw Cleverly, he was with um, Enzo Calzaghi. Mm. I think he fought an undercard in America. And he's like super middleweight at the time as well. Yes. Yeah. And he looked really bad. I thought, this guy's fucking shit. Yeah. And then he went to 175. And uh, I remember he beat Courtney Fry. I was a bit gutted about yeah, that. I loved yeah, Courtney yeah, Fry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, he, and he beat him on one of those Friday Stop nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He did. Um, but um, now I guess he can be too loyal. But then I guess maybe there's creature comforts, isn't it? I mean, boxers are creatures of habit, aren't they? It goes and, the other way as well. You look at. You look at James Gale, where after the Groves lost, <clears throat> and there was you know everyone and his dog said yeah. that Jim McDonald's got to go, and he didn't, and then he's come back and one more time. I mean, he's relatively inactive now, isn't it? But I just remember Chad Dawson is the opposite end of the scale. Mm. He's yeah. always changing trainers, and it doesn't help him. It doesn't. Well, and George, you know, Groves did as well, and you've looked at yeah, Groves stuck with you know Paddy, you know Fitzpatrick, yeah. and he probably shouldn't have. And then you look at Carl Froch, who was just you know he's found someone he's comfortable with. All right, yeah. relative consistent success all the way through but he's found someone that he's comfortable with and the way that Carl Frosch talks about Rob McCracken it is like he's yeah. talking about a god you know yeah. he, it's always everything that ever talks about his career or achievements it's always with him being mentioned so I guess it works both ways yeah, yeah. Um, alright let's very talk about Badu Jack impressed at this new way yeah no, he looked a little bit fleshy I thought I thought he looked a little bit fleshy and Carl Frotch mentioned in commentary he's really good in commentary you know Carl Frotch and he said he looks tiny compared to Cleverly. It wasn't obvious to me, but mm. I'm going to take Froch's word for it, really, because he was much closer up. And he was like, look at Cleverly's back and look at his. I think Badu Jack is still going into the division, um, but I think he's absolutely going to be a player. I think I really like him. He's so fucking accurate. Mm. That's what I like about him. He's so calm and composed, yep. and he's obviously got that from being in the Mayweather gym. He's so composed and he's so accurate. He's, he is really, really good. And he's consistent. He's almost not predictable. That's yeah. not fair, but he's... He's very consistent in his work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I felt he, he probably didn't even get out of third or fourth gear, really, no. um, which which is a shame. But so I mean, next for him, I mean, he talked afterwards about um, Stevenson. Natural fight. Yeah. It's a PBC fight. I think um, 
Stevenson's got to get mandatory out of the way. He hasn't. He hasn't. Stevenson hasn't had a mandatory since 2013. That's amazing. Somebody That's tweeted that the other day. I was like, yeah. "Wow!" Well, I'm not even. Sure. I couldn't even tell you who it was. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. But that was the last time he boxed a mandatory. He's just been getting away with Frazier. So it, isn't this one for? He's fighting again. Uh, no, he did that. He, he knocked him out in two rounds. He knocked he knocked Fonfara out in a couple of rounds. Again. He's fighting um, Alvarez, uh, Alida Alvarez. Uh, okay. He's ranked uh, he's ranked like number one, number two by Ring Magazine and by by Boxing Monthly. He's mm. got that's his mandatory. He took a step. He took a he took a step aside money so Stevenson could fight Fonfara again. Stevenson washed Fonfara. I think Stevenson will knock out Alvarez as well. I I think yeah, him and Jack it makes absolute sense. Uh, we got a question about Jack, didn't we, Al? About where we rank him now. Uh, from Chris Leakes. Did we? Yeah, he says, yeah. Uh, where do we rank him? I think him? I'm not going to be horrible to Chris. I actually scribbled it out. <laughs> Just because I thought we wouldn't have time. But no, we did. We had a question from Chris Leakes on, on, on yeah. Twitter. You're right. It's where do we rank Baddy Jack at 175. I mean, looking through, you know, over else you've got, obviously, you know, Kovalev. I think Kovalev's going to go. You think he's going to retire? Yeah, I think I think uh, yeah. I think he should, and I think he probably will. Yeah, uh, Ward. I think we're going to expect to move up. Yeah, he'll do what or do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, pretty much he's deserved that. Cleverly's gone, like you say, Stevenson and and um, Alvarez. Bramer's gone, or yeah. no, is, is he in? Yeah. This, is Bramer in this this super, super series? He's gone down the super middle. He's gone yeah. Super okay. Middle. Well, there you go. Uh, and then so what? So really, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think yeah. Joe Smith. At uh, one seventy-five, I've got this. I've got the ring one in front of me. You got you got Vodzik, who's another Ukrainian. He's pretty yeah. good. He's like four or something. Isn't yeah, he? you got Baterbiev, who's a bit of a beast as well. Yeah, Baterbiev hasn't boxed in ages though, has yeah. he? Yeah, I would have him. I would have Badujak. Just I know he hasn't done a lot of one seventy five. I've had. I'd have him around number four. I'd have him around number four. So I'd yeah. have. So I'd have Ward. Him. I'd have Ward. Um, Alvarez. I'd have Kovalev still. At three, and then I'd have and then Jack. And I'd have Jack. So not Stevenson or Barrera. No Stevenson above him. Maybe Barrera. Maybe I really like Sullivan Barrera. He beat Joe Smith, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. So Barrera's oh. twenty and one. Barrera, yeah. and, and, and that the, we said this in the last pod that war, the win for Ward over Barrera has aged yes, really well. well. Yeah, it just yeah, keeps yeah. getting better That's and better because he yeah. washed him back. He beat him nearly every round. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, we'll see what happens with Buddy Jack, but like I said, I think we've all talked about him before. You know, again, after the, you know, when Groves lost to him, I think it was when he came tank. to that UK, UK market. Yeah, yeah, let's let's no, let's talk about Davis because I'd, I'd love uh, Javante Davis, I'm a big well, fan. We're all fans, we're yeah, all. We all, we've all been, we've been to watch him against um, uh, yeah, Walsh, Walsh. Walsh yeah. um, but he was, I mean, he, was he tweeted afterwards, but there's a lot of personal things going on and whatever that might be, but he was. He was all over the shop. He was awful, wasn't he? He just looked, you know, missing weight was a bad sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that was ridiculous. That was what really angered me because I thought, no, not you as well. Yeah, yeah, Because if he's he's not careful, all right, and we'll put this down to experience and we'll put this down to a bad night or a bad bad couple of weeks or whatever, and and I can forgive him this one, right? But you can't have this type of stuff. You can't be showboating in a round and then lose a round. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's going the way of the Broners. Exactly, and that's my point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he knocked the guy out or knocked the guy down, and he was on his knees next to him. I don't think he was consoling him. He's like, no, 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 he was taking a piss, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, you know, and um, it was a weird put down. And it wasn't as if it wasn't if that was all him. There was something else going on there. I yeah, think yeah. as well. And he, and he was and, looking up at the monitor yeah. constantly yeah. throughout the fight. Mm. And it was just like. I know. It was like I don't know. It was so odd. It was like, he was out, it was like do you know what it looked like? It looked like a kid having a tantrum about something. Yeah. It looked like that. It looked a bit out of it as well. Yeah. But I think. Um, yeah. I mean, I mentioned earlier on about the pretty boy and money Mayweather thing, and um, it seems like he wants to be money Mayweather without really paying his dues. Um, yeah. He missed weight against Liam Walsh yeah. because the third attempt he got he got he got on weight and right, um, yeah. he misses it again. Didn't bother to to, to go again. Um, I, I don't think Mayweather will be happy with that. No. no, and I would like to think that that might be the wake-up call because when he's being interviewed, there were lots of boos ringing out in the stadium. Yeah, and he looks a little bit shaken up that people are booing him because he probably thought, well, you know, aren't you entertained? But, but no, you've got a. I don't. Boxing's an unforgiving sport. It's, it's not like um, in football where you can just hide behind a teammate. You know, you've got to. Um, you're folding my fucking magazine up. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I fucking feel about this. Sorry, mate. Fuck sorry, sorry. I wonder what you were doing. I Fuck thought you were doing. He did that before. It's not even He's folding it, you know. He was rolling it up like a fucking 1950s fruit and veg seller. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I'm I've got to stick that under a stack now to straighten it out I'm again. Sorry. Just buy a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What I was trying, what I was going to say was, <laughs> was, 
What? So he's lost the title. <laughs> yes, he has. Uh, so in terms of in terms of who fights for that now, that will go to uh, to his highest rank. That go to a vacant title. Yeah. So that would be in the net. From what we're we do need, from we next need the be... IBF rankings. I don't have the IBF rankings. It's whoever's yeah. highest. Liam Walsh might again. Yeah, might that's what I was crack. thinking. Yeah. He might get another crack at it, or they might. Money might talk. They might let Davis have a fucking. You might, you, <laughs> Sorry, you might let. They might happen. let Tank have another crack at it against yeah. a random, a random person. That's for fuck's sake. <laughs> Fofra upset me. Well, uh, it's just it's just folding magazines. When I used to buy them in the shops, I subscribed now. But when I used to buy them in shops, I'd get the third one from the front. Look, I love box. Look, I, I love same. I love boxing monthly, right? And I love all boxing magazines, right? But this it's just paper, mate. No. I mean, it was just getting worse and worse. It was in half, <laughs> then it was in a quarter. <laughs> And then by the end, it looked like a fucking. It was just really thin. Like, that was I was going to swat a fly. That was it. the end. I was just like, I can't sorry, have this mate. anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's see what's next. Him, but like you said, I, I can't see Mayweather being being he happy about be that. Happy. Like you said, it might be the wake, wake up call that he needs. Yeah, and I think. Well, let's hope so because he's a he's a tremendous. Oh, talent. he's great. I really like him. He was fantastic against against Walsh. Yeah. Seeing him in the flesh, he was a mate, and mm. I really like Liam. We spoke about this before. He's a really good fighter, Liam Walsh, and he just washed him. So he needs to hopefully sort it out. And now Floyd's actually retired, which I like to think he is. Well, you know, he'll be able to full, get full time into him and go right, sort this out. No, no more bullshit. All right, let's um, let's move on then from, from the night and, and talk about uh, a couple of other news bits and, and what's coming up. Uh, so we had Terence Crawford that knocked out Julius Ndongo, yeah, um, which was on on Sky. So he knocked him out in three rounds. Wasn't it four? Three. Three. You sure? I'm well, going to no, say... No, not now, but you're saying... Yeah, no, but yeah. <laughs> 90% I'm well, saying three rounds. One of us is right, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the running order says three, so... Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. We'll go with Carl. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, Crawford knocked out Ndongo in, in three rounds to, um, to unify, unify the junior world of the weight uh, division. Uh, expected? I mean, I thought Ndongo, I didn't, Ndongo didn't look like the same fighter to me. It might have just been that Burns was not at the same level, obviously. But... I wasn't expecting the stoppage at all, um, to a point where I knew he'd won. Like I went on Instagram and I saw him holding the belts up. I thought it was just going to be another 12-round stroll. So I'm like, I'm never paying attention. All of a sudden I see Doggers on the floor. Fuck! Yeah. Hit the rewind button. Yeah. Right to the body. It's a great shot as well. Um, I think Crawford is in the pound-for-pound pound argument 100%. Um, could even be scraping top three. Mm. Um, he beat Postol comfortably. He stops the second next best guy to the body. Yeah. Um, he... Well, he did very... You know, I don't know if he cleaned out lightweight, but, you know, he had a fair few good fights in that division as well. Yeah. Um, um, how does he do it at 147? I'm not so sure. I don't think he has the same advantages as he'll have at 140, but it'll be very interesting to see how he gets on. Yeah, no, I, I, I did the I did the preview for Boxing Monthly Online and I picked uh, Crawford to do him in, stop him in 10 rounds. So I did think he'd eventually he'd stop him because he is a really hard puncher and he has such different looks and he's really strong at the weight. So I did think he'd stop him, but I did not think he'd stop him like that. You know, He was really, really good. Um, I would say, and I said this in the preview as well, that I... I think eventually he'll be a pound for pound number one. The only thing that will stop him is not getting the fights. Yeah. So he's with top rank. All the best welterweights are with PBC. Your Spencers, your Furmans, your Danny Garcia, Sean Porter. They're all with PBC. They've done a bit of business lately. So hopefully eventually, if once Crawford... Because there's rumour that Crawford's going to fight the, the Pacquiao Horn 2 winner. Yeah. If he gets <clears> that fight, wins that belt, hopefully Bob Arum and, you know... Al Heyman can get together. And it seems to have fallen a little bit, doesn't it, over recent over recent yeah. kind of months. So, um, in, on Indonga, for his stance, I, I called it by the way. I called I called a I called a fourth round stoppage. So I'm hoping that we are wrong and it was a fourth round. But um, uh, I I just thought that Indonga's stance would be too wide um, right. and would be too um, would just would just be was just made for for Crawford. I thought I thought. Um, He's a very wide stance. It's a very straight on stance as yeah, well, yeah. Um, and he's reaching. He is reaching a lot, especially with that with that set, with that third or fourth shot when he when he does try and do something. And as as he started to get put under pressure, and he's he's trying to work his way out of situations. Those those long levers weren't working for him. They were working yeah. against him. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so it was what I what I expected really. But I agree. I agree with you. I think I think Crawford is 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 definitely in that conversation for pound for pound. Yeah, now. I mean you see Teddy Atlas putting Lomachenko at number one. That really wound me up. Wow. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> did you? That's what, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? Teddy Atlas has been losing his mind for a while. But Box Rec put Floyd back at number five. <laughs> I, I, I was raging that Lomachenko's above him. To be honest, that still pissed me off. It's just like that was fuck, box rex. Box, I, box rec is it's fucking great. And the person that created that should be in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. And I'm not joking. That person should be in the Hall of Fame. It was round three. 
eat a bowl of dicks. But their their rankings are a fucking horror show, aren't they? It's, but um, there's nah, lots of people whose rankings are a horror show, to be honest. It's, yeah, Boxing yeah. Monthly is the only ones worth looking at. To be exactly. Um, so something else that came out, Cotto, which I know you're a big big fan of. Uh, oh, he's one of my favorite boxers ever. See, um, so he beat uh, it's Kamagai, isn't it? Kamagai. Kamagai. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was a wide decision for the for the vacant WBO. He, um, I watched the first three rounds, first two rounds, sorry. And was like, well, this is going to be exactly the same round all the way through. And I must say, I gave up. Pretty My much. stream was horrific, and I, and, I, and I gave up. So, I mean, was there anything really of, of note that we should be that we should notice in about Cotto? Nothing different. Uh, I'm, not I'm really. There, I think he had. Uh, it was a really long layoff. I think it was a 21 month layoff from the Canelo fight. Mm. So, and he's 36 now. Amazingly, he's 36 years old. It's ridiculous when you think about yeah. it. From everything that's that he's achieved, you, you, he should be 36. Yeah. You know, yeah but when yeah. you think of him, you don't you don't think of him at that. At that age, he's ageless. Yeah. yeah, but he he looked he looked absolutely fine. Feet were good. Camera guy, oh my god, that guy's chin. Mm. Oh my god, he just ate everything and just walked forward. I don't think his legs buckled once. No. <laughs> and he ate everything. I sat down and I and I watched. You know, I watched it and it, every round was the same. He would just run across the ring towards Cotto. Cotto would hit him with monster right hands and huge left hooks, left jabs, uppercuts. He was hitting him with everything. And Camel Guy was just like banging his gloves together and going, fucking come on then. And there's, if that was, you know, if he had a little, somebody said it in commentary, Max Kellerman, he said it in commentary. He said, if Camel Guy had a little bit of pop, Cotto would be in a bit of trouble here because his engine was so good. He's just a classic Japanese fighter, camera guy. That part, that, like I say, that, that part of the world, you know, it's just tough, you know. It's... Yeah, it's, a, it's an honour thing with Japanese people and mm. it's, 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 it's very much an honour thing they will not quit. Did he beat um, Kirkland? Did I imagine that? No, you're thinking of Another Japanese fighter. You David, there's a bit of Brexit. <laughs> that yeah, no, it's not. Him. Yeah, you be... calling wrong rounds. I know. Cool. <laughs> I know. I'm getting old. Definitely getting old. Um, but well, no. So I mean, what, what's the long term? What, what do we want? What do we want from Cotto before well, he goes? One and done. Yeah. Cotto. Is saying... there anything that he that he can do that we're going to go? Yeah, that's worth staying around for. Not really. But it's realistic. He's saying like he wants the the winner of Canelo and Golovkin. If Canelo murder him. If Golov- Golovkin wins. I'd really fear for Cotto if he fought him. I'd really be worried because mm. he's 36 and Golovkin is he's a he's a he's a good solid middleweight and Cotto is never a middleweight. Yeah. Ever. Even when he was middleweight champion, he was weighing 153 pounds. Yeah. He is not a middleweight by any stretch of the imagination. I'd like to see him maybe try and win another belt at light middle, maybe unify with somebody. There's there's Lara. There's J- I think he could beat Jamel Charlo. I think so. I don't think he's that good, Jamel Charlo. Jamal's really good, but Jamel's not. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I think, I think he, I think he, I think he needs that before he goes. One for himself, obviously, because he wouldn't still be going. Yeah. Um, and two, to really cement, I think properly. You know what what he's about and what what his talents are, and I, and I think at thirty six to be able to prove that he can do that at that age, I think would be. I'd like to see him do one more thing before he goes. Yeah. I, I think it's in him. I wish he retired after I mean after Pacquiao. To be fair, but he's surprised. Is that a self kind of? Yeah, I love the guy, man. I mean, I've got to admit, man, when uh, Margarita beat him, I was a bit choked up. It's fucking gutted, absolutely yeah. gutted that he lost that fight. Yeah. And when it emerged, he had the you know the plasters in his. In his hands. Um, were you more gutted about that than you were when Frankie Gavin lost to Sam Eggington? Um, just about, yeah. <laughs> just about. Look, I, I still maintain that Gavin's a great boxer. Just um, you'd always yeah. have the Vassell fight, won't you? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> he was immense that night. He that was, was great. great. <laughs> he was really on a roll, Vassell, and he had come off top. He was great. Frankie Sorry, Gavin. T, I interrupted you. Sorry. No, no, no. no. I mean, I think we've got oh, one more fight. I don't know. I think, I think he's got got to give him credit because I thought he was done with them when he beat Martinez or beat an injured Martinez. No, was it a three weight champion now? Four. That was he's four weight champion, six world title, separate world titles. But that he had, that was his. He got it's a crazy. lineal championship. Yeah. He defended yeah. it a few times, even if it wasn't catch weights a lot of the time. And then he, he had the fight with Canelo, which was a lot closer than what the cards read out on that night. I thought that was quite a close fight. Yeah. But and Canelo, Canelo's going to go in the Hall of Fame one day. So that's, there's, yeah, no, that's no, there's no disgrace in losing to him. Mikey goes. Mikey Garcia. Uh, Solved the problem at 140 pounds. <laughs> um, Very good. And uh, can we can we uh, can we can we just get rid of Broner now? No. Why? We love he's him. He's the can man. Uh, he's... Anybody can get it. 
<laughs> Dominic hands. <laughs> I love him. I love. I love him. Uh, I, you know, I was really disappointed in Broner. Mikey Garcia is obviously quality, but he didn't start trying until like the last two, three rounds. I was really disappointed in Broner. He's a bum. Get rid he's of him. He's going to change trainers though, so maybe that will help him. He's, he's not a bum. Though. I mean, look at what he's achieved. I mean, it's meant to four weight world, world champion. champion. For fuck's sake. I know. It just shows. It just shows that being a multi-weight world champion. But he that. is the epitome, are we saying, of, of wanting to be money before being pretty boy? Yeah, it's, yeah. Or, yeah. or ju- making that jump too quickly. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he was great at lightweight. I know he's, Gavin Reese wasn't great, but he smashed Gavin Reese to bits. He was yeah. exceptional. And then he beat Antonio DeMar- He beat Antonio Demarco, who was number at the time ranked number one by Ring Magazine at lightweight. And he did a job on Demarco. He was really good at lightweight. And then he jumped to welterweight and it was all over. Mm. He chased the money. He chased the money and he chased an easy belt. The Porter fight was when I thought to myself, you know what? Your your heart's not in this. Yeah. No, I mean that was evident from from all yeah. the other stuff that went on with that. But but just just in the fight, I was just like, you know what? Porter just wants this more. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, look, Mickey Garcia is, is real. He is real, and uh, he he's he's gonna be. He 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 might be even next. The next biggest thing I think in in this sport or in America in terms of that side, I, I think if if he's if he's if he's guided right, yeah, um, he he could be the next you know in terms of yep. the next ward in terms of not bags of personality perhaps, but in terms of technique and pure appreciation from boxing fans, I, I think he could be next. He's uh he's done a similar thing to what Mayweather did. He he bought his freedom from from Bob Arum, and mm-hmm. he's not actually even. He's boxing on PBC shows, but he's not a PBC fighter. I think Al Heyman may be advising him, but he's not a PBC fighter at all. So he's very much his own man. He's done a Mayweather in that res- in that respect. Um, he there's two fights that that will define him, and if they can get made, it's Lomachenko at lightweight, mm. and it's Crawford at 140 or 147. If he can make though one of one or both of those fights and win one or both of those fights, then he's he's the. Guy. And then all he's got to do is beat Crawler. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then you know he's cemented. Doing around, he'd be yeah, three rounds. Yeah. He's um, which one of those do you think is more likely to come off? Uh, Not Crawler, I was a bit. Serious, I think Lemachenko because <laughs> he's shown interest. I don't think um, I don't think Crawford's looking down in terms of weight now. Yeah. No, I think I think top rank are shook as fuck of Mikey Garcia fighting Lemachenko. Mm. I think they don't want that fight at all. He, it's me. really weird because you think of like I said, and when I say about him being an ex that kind of next big thing in that context it's because I think of people of fighters that would come over to the UK who would go and spend whatever money it costs to go and see yep. uh, and Javante Davis I, I probably would have spent whatever it took to go see her because I you know as long as he sticks properly and he doesn't have another horror show like that I think he could be he, he's going to be something special and I wanted to be able to see him Mikey Garcia would be one I'd run you know the, the breadth of this country to go and watch yeah. um, there's not too many more you know Andre yeah. Ward would obviously be another one yeah um, there's not future legends anymore. Yeah, yeah, but you know, there's there's one or two. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. If Lomachenko came over, I'd want to watch him. If yeah. Rigo came uh, over, because yeah. I know Rigo boxed in Cardiff, but yeah. because it was on a Frank Morrow show, you're a bit like, mm, is it going to happen? Is it not? And there was a lot of business with his visa and all of that. So, yeah. but yeah, Rigo, we'd get future but you, legends. But do you see my point? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. You, you know, see, and he, but he's one of them. You can see legacy there. You can see how he's going to be a long term. He's not. A, you he's know, not even Golovkin. I mean, I mean, Golovkin Brook was, for, and we, and we, you know, we discussed talking yeah. about, it and we, and we, yeah. we did try and get tickets, but we didn't in the end. But he was. I wasn't like heartbroken at the fact that I wasn't going to see Golovkin. No, you forgot something in the running order. What did I forget? Carl Frampton. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Carl because we've got a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, that was shocking. Wasn't so it? Carl put out a statement uh, last week to yeah. say that he'd left. Um, uh, the McQuiggans. Yeah. Uh, I think there have been rumours and stuff floating around on Twitter yeah. where he deregistered himself as a as a director like, yeah, of yeah, Cyclone kind of Promotions. Kind of thing, yeah. um, so that was probably on on the on the way. Yeah. Um, and then um, Eddie Hearn liked a tweet this morning that showed a picture of the it's the anniversary today of Matchroom and Sky doing their deal, ah. and they're there with a big poster, big backup poster with all Warrens with all Warren. Well, there's a few Warren fights, yeah. but all of Hearn's. Um, Fighters on a say like a, a new start or a new beginning. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, and the one that they zoomed in on was 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 Carl stood there at the end, um, and a Tony Bowie that looked about eleven, by the way, <laughs> um, which which he liked and retweeted today. So, do we think that he's going to cross out that that Sky's the, the the way forward, or do you think he'll do it himself, or you know, 
not do it himself, obviously, but you he, know what I mean in he, terms of managing. He said it, in his like, statement he wants to start to manage his own career. Yeah. So that says everything. I think he could absolutely box on Sky. I think he could absolutely maybe almost like uh, Eubank Jr. did. He signed yeah. a really short-term contract Free fight deal, yeah. with Hearn. I could see him doing that because if you want to get on Sky, you need to go through Hearn. Mm. That's just the way it goes. Uh, so I could see him doing a Eubank Jr. maybe having a really short-term one. Not with not with, not with with Frank, with BT? And... No. No. No? No, but I think... I don't think he's got many fights left. I think maybe two or three. So maybe they'll do a bit like what ITV have done with Chris Eubank and yeah. say like, "Here's five fights. This is what we do. We're going to do our own box office type thing." Yeah. You know, uh, you know, he's been fighting on Channel Five with Cyclone. If ITV is serious about wanting to try and add add numbers to this to this type of thing, they might be able to do him something something similar. Maybe I, I could see know. him. No, I I see him boxing on Sky fighting somebody to get a. You know, he wants a homecoming fight, doesn't he? So do you want we want Frampton Selby, so. You know, but Selby's you know not really he's with not Eddie with now. Eddie, you know, so, so he, he can make that on his own. Yeah, if you true. like. You just maybe, to... And maybe that's where the back of it's come from. He's going, look, I can make some serious money off of this. Yeah. But and he needs I can a TV channel. So perhaps he could do it on. I don't know if he could do that on Channel Five, but yeah, perhaps that's what he's thinking. He's thinking, you know what? These guys are getting in my way of doing what I want to do. It's you know, it's more of a shame on the trainer side of it because I think Shane and Carl Frampton yeah, really work shame. well. Mm. And I don't know if you watched that McGuigan's thing on BBC, there yeah, was a documentary it, thing. Yeah. And no. like he was at his wedding and he yeah. was part of the speech and it was like, that's that on a human level, that's really sad that, that they're not. Do you think there's any possibility, right? You know, Dave, you know, Hay trained with, with McGuigan for a bit, so would have been in and around with, yeah. with Frampton and different pieces and, Anything in that, do you think? Oh, Maybe. Yeah, possibly, because you know, um, Hayes looking... done the deal with Richard Schaefer, hasn't yeah. he? And yeah. so, yeah, possible. That's mm-hmm. not, that's not, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that could happen. But we need, we need Frampton Selby because it's, you know, the, the Santa Cruz thing. I mean, they were talking about, I mean, Shane was talking about that, that Carl really wanted, really wanted the trilogy. Mm. Um, I, I don't think that's going to happen personally. I think, I think Santa Cruz would be, you know, I think I think that's been put to bed. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Santa Cruz is happy. I've got the last win. Yeah, like, yeah. it's almost like when you're a kid, it's like last touch. I think he's happy. I right. also think it's been put to bed that I think Santa Cruz might be better than Frampton. Yeah, I, I think not better. Like stylistically, I yeah. think perhaps he's for he's found a way to beat. Frampton. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, he's found a way now, and I, it'd be really hard for Frampton to to find like a plan C if you like. Um, to find a way to beat him back, yeah. so you might have a point. There. Well, we'll wait and see then to see who he ends up with or, or whether he's going to do it himself. But yeah, well, hope, hopefully, Frampton will be next. Um, Lomachenko and Rigondo and Pacquiao Horn two apparently coming up close. I mean, Lomachenko and Rigondo is is, is the, the dream. purest wet dream, isn't yeah. it? It is. It's just a shame that they're two weight classes apart yeah. and the size difference. I think Lomachenko is fresher. He's more. He's more active. And I'd probably give him the advantage, but I would fucking love it if Rigondo won. Yeah, I would as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, it's I, I can't get over how still Rigo's right hand is yeah. when it's by his chin. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like it's made out of iron, right? And someone's <laughs> yeah. just put it there, and then it goes. It was yeah. that when he broke Jazza Dickens' jaw. It was literally, I, remember, I was just mesmerized by how it's it does not move yeah. a centimeter away from his chin around whatever he's doing. And then suddenly, bang, bang, and it's uh, it's just. And then the the last fight as well, the the guy that he knocked he knocked out after the bell. He's yeah. become the last two three fights really aggressive. Mm. He's he's like bollocks now. I want fights. I want proper fights. I'm just gonna start sparking people, and then they're gonna have to fight me, kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I could see him being really aggressive against Lomachenko. And I think Lomachenko, Lomachenko's had it a bit, you know, way a bit too much. That last fight was a joke. Mm. That Mariaga, that that was a joke. He was so much bigger than him, yeah, and he was so much better than him. It was pointless. Mm. Right, the Waters fight I kind of got, but Waters had a box for ages. Whereas, yeah, this... but we were all we were all very excited about it. Yeah, fight. yeah, let's, but let's not, yeah, let's no, smart fair play to him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's not. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but. You know, that was fair play to him. That was a really good win. But Mario fight was a joke. Not just because he was so much better than him, but he was so much bigger than him. Very, I mean, very quickly, right? Sorry, Tim. But very quickly on, on this, after um, a- after the whole McGregor and Mayweather thing, you know, and, and the discussions after and afterwards about UFC and, and boxing, and, and, you know, I saw plenty of people saying, oh, you know, boxing's, you know, dead or it's dying and UFC's the one coming up. Is, is this the argument that UFC have or other... People that look in, in on boxing, like, is this the argument people have? They look at people like Rigan, though, and, and Mikey Garcia and Andre Ward during his times where, where we didn't see him for two years, three years, or whatever it was, you know, and go, well, look, the, the best fight the best over here. You know, you've got all this politics and That's stuff. That's no over longer here. the case, though. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. I've not got 
I mean, I'm, I'm the feels I probably watch um, UFC the most, but I don't know a great deal like that. But there's plenty of fights I don't know, and I think there's a bloke with an unpronounceable name, um, Khalil, I think is his first name, and he's meant to be fighting McGregor for ages, and mm. that's not that fast. Oh, happened. the Turkish guy. Yeah. Really. But is that not so, the exception to the rule over no, here, where sometimes it feels like you thing, have to get over the politics first this, here? This thing's got a belt, and he's yeah. not fighting um, the number one guy. Okay. So, so I think Chris Cyborg and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I don't there's know. loads of because okay. you've got you've got Bellator there as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's like almost like PBC and Top Rank. There's mm. Bellator and UFC. It's not the it's not the um, monopoly. That, okay. that, that it'd be nice if it was sometimes it'd be good to have a monopoly in boxing I remember three four years ago writing my, one of my early blogs was let's have a monopoly in boxing mm. Oscar De La Hoya should buy the WBC get the belt make everyone fight for it kind of thing mm. but but and that would be nice in a way but it's free trade and you can't really do that okay. but no, no, fair enough it's just, no. it seems to be that's the main argument that gets put out and whilst we're on it it's like a myth yeah. Yeah. anything to say about Pacquiao Horn 2 don't care no. where is it going to be uh, I know. If it's Australia, he's a fucking mug. Well, this turn Pacquiao's turned into this kind of will fight, will can fight, will travel type thing, he's, just to try and it's just earning money, you know. Just I to think he's, I think he's made some bad financial decisions. So. Yeah. a bit like David Hay, really. Where um, they shouldn't really be fighting anymore, and he's still fighting. I don't think I can't. I don't. I can't see what motivates Pacquiao now. Mayweather's not going to fight again, mm. unless Pacquiao sparks horning around. And and Crawford in three. Yeah, I don't see him Mayweather coming out of retirement. So nah, yeah, he'd have to. I don't see what his motivation is. Yeah, and May Mayweather's talking like a retired fighter now. Yeah, the way he was talking about. Well, he said categorically after he said, yeah. "That is my that is my last fight." Yeah, but he's got yeah. he's got a price. He's, he's got, got a price. And he's take, got a price. Someone would have to be. It's a hundred million plus pay per view. That's his price. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's like you said, there's no one out there now. There's no, no one out exactly. there. But with with Pacquiao, it's. We were talking about before about Mayweather buying himself out of his slave contract and all that sort of stuff. Pacquiao should have done that years ago. He, for years, and it's really, really bothered me that the whole time they were trying to make Mayweather Pacquiao, and Mayweather was always painted to be the bad guy, have some fucking ownership of your career. Mm. Take some responsibility. You're an elite guy. You're a star. Act like it. Don't be Bob Arum's little bitch. Mm. Have some fucking control over your career. What sort of mug goes to Australia? To fight in Australia, he was asking to be jobbed that mm. night. It, Australia, Australian boxing is fucking world dodgy. He never should have boxed over there. Well, let's. I almost hope he loses again, and, 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 and that'll be that. Because yeah. kind of, otherwise, I don't want it. I don't want it to turn into another. I mean, it won't go exactly. Kind of, yeah, you know, it's, it's, he'll keep boxing because he, he just throws money away. So, talking about potential retirements, we've seen confirmed retirements quickly on on Klitschko. Um, obviously, Manuel Marquez and Tim Bradley. Yeah. Um, Legacies. I mean, Klitsch, let's let's cover Klitschko first because it's probably the most in terms of big fights. It's probably the most in terms of. I relevance. think um, if he'd have retired after Fury, I don't think his retirement would have been treated in the same way as it is now. He fair. went out on his sword against um, Joshua. Um, you know, I'm not Lad's biggest fan, but he's always um, civil. He's always handed himself well. He's always respected the the game of boxing, and um, yeah, he's retired with his faculties intact. He's fairly wealthy. And um, yeah, I think it's a credit to the sport. I'd say. Yeah, no, I think it's. Uh, like we spoke earlier about longevity. He had the title for eleven, twelve years. He had a, a version of the heavyweight title for eleven years, and longevity. You know, to to box into his into his late thirties, hold it being the heavyweight champion in the world. Um, I think is only you know credit to him for that. And there's something romantic about uh, uh, an old champion coming back and giving it one last and having it yeah. with a young lion. Mm. And, and that was why a lot of people wanted Vlad to win because he's this old champion. He'd lost his title, but he had it one yeah. last time. And, f- and fair play to him. And I think he made the right decision to retire. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think we all agreed on that. Um, Marquez. I mean, I, I can't remember. There's not there's not many fighters that I will go back and watch that I will sit and watch yeah, fights of, but. But he's certainly one of them. I mean, what effects as, as he had on your boxing kind of oh, it passion was, for the sport um, as time's gone on? It was like the most prolonged retirement in ages because yeah. he boxed, he beat Pacquiao and then he beat Mike Alvarado and then he didn't box after that for ages. And it was like, he was going to box, he's not going to box, he's going to box, he's not going to box. And yeah, he was fantastic at like, he's, 
it's a shame about Marquez because he's not mentioned with the same kind of lore as Eric Morales. No, he's not, is he? Marco Antonio Barrera. Mm. It's a style thing. He's exactly a counter puncher, and yeah. they go forward and yeah, he's a counter, and, and he, he he was on the wrong side of the decisions against Pacquiao. You know, at least once. Yeah, at least once. I think you ask most people, you'd say three times, especially the the third fight. He fucking won the third fight. He absolutely won the third fight. Um, yeah, he should have been he should have been given a decision over Pacquiao more than once. And he's really really unfortunate that. But he's he's had a great career, yeah. you know. He got the win, the definitive win over Pacquiao. Did you see his birthday cake? Oh, yeah, 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 it was looking yeah. great. Like that's his. Just, explain, just explain what it was for people that haven't seen. So it. his birthday cake was basically him knocking out Pacquiao, and it was Pacquiao face down on the floor, and it was like a boxing ring, and him. Yeah. It was fuck great. Yeah. And he got he got everything he wanted, and there's a, you know there was a lot of a lot of people that weren't happy about that win, but fair play to him. over the moon. Fair play to him, and you know. Yeah, no, he was a great fighter. And Tim Bradley, too? Um, I got a lot of time for Tim Bradley. I remember, I mean, I first saw him when he beat Junior Witter, mm. um, came to Nottingham and, and beat him on his, on his own patch, so to speak. Um, Dropped him. <clears throat> yep. My um, TV job. I think um, I think Bradley fought everyone. Did a bit of a Glenn Johnson in the fort. Well, well you know, I'm not the best, but I'm going to fight the best. <clears throat> the only person he didn't fight was Mayweather. Um, would have lost anyway, but... Um, He's another person who's handled himself very well, respects the fight game, and him and Marquez and Vlad, I think it's almost a perfect three. Yeah. You know, they're all gentlemen, and, you know, I wish them all, all the best. Yeah, no, Timmy Bradley, he's a really smart guy. Like T said, fought everybody. He, he fought, you know, he won the world title from Junior Witter. He fought Edna Cherry. Then he unified with Devin Alexander. Mm-hmm. He unified with Kendall Love Holt. Love that Devin Alexander fight. The Kendall Holt fight. Got, and he didn't have the best chin in the world, Bradley. Got dropped by Kendall Holt. Got up one. Got the, the classic with Provodnikov. Yeah. Provodnikov and that, and that he's never it. been the same since. No, he's he not. He's not. But did a job on Marquez. After, mm. after Marquez beat Pacquiao, he was exceptional that night. He was, and that was so um, good. And that was... That guy was a lot of storm. That, that was people was like, "What? What's going yeah. on?" <laughs> he, got, he got a lot of bad flack because of the the Pacquiao decision. Yeah, I thought that was a lot closer than than what people thought it was. Um, but back then I was in maximum hate mode for Pacquiao. So yeah. maybe <laughs> really, I'll, you kept that quiet. Maybe I'll um, link it a bit. But no, Bradley. Bradley. There was a lot of. Would you put Bradley in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the other two are definite. Vlad and Vlad and Marquez. Yeah. But there's a lot of argument on Twitter. Oh, I, I don't know if it'll so. be first ballot though. No, it, might, it depends. It, well, that's the thing, yeah, because this year they've all retired. Yeah. Marquez hasn't boxed in a couple of years, so he'll go in three years. He'll go in two years earlier. But yeah, him and Vlad, I can see them two being and Mosley being the uh, yeah, of course, because Mosley yeah, retired as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't say yes to all of those. I think. Yeah, yeah. Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. And Mosley's another one had a great career. He's yeah. another one that's had a great career. Really good lightweight. He was thirty-three and 0, 30 stoppages at lightweight. Um. Beat De La Hoya twice. He always fought everybody twice, Mosley. It was weird. Yeah. Vernon Forrest. Oh, I um, Yeah. So many people boxed. Winky Wright. Mm. The, the main, you know, but then there's the, the Antonio Margarita fight. He just completely smashed into bits. Yeah, I love that. That yeah. was brilliant. It was like he was a superhero. It was just like yeah. he was a superhero. You're evil, and here comes the superhero. You know I've Mosley. never seen that fight. Oh, my God. I know. It about fights. Oh, just know, watch yeah. it. Just Mosley is like, and after that fight, Pacquiao didn't want no part of Mosley. Mm. They wanted no part of him. He was. He, he fought was, eventually. He fought eventually after Floyd fought him. Yeah. Let's let's stop your Pacquiao here. I think I feel like we've I feel Sorry. like we've been too Floyd heavy and and Pacquiao light. I'm just giving you facts. That's what I'm doing. Know, you no part of that. I know. Right. I'm just gonna hold this magazine and then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's 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 start to wrap it up. So, um, fantasy league. What's going on with the fantasy league, Cam? Tell us. So I've decided on. Week of Canelo Golovkin. Okay. So because that weekend it's Billy Joe Saunders against Willie Munro, Callum Smith against Eric Scogland, as well as Canelo and Triple G. So we'll just have we'll do a we'll do put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter, we'll put the put the rules on there, we'll really get it out there and try and get as many people as we can. Yeah, get involved, get your friends involved. The more people in there the better because yeah. uh because we don't want uh, we don't want Cal winning, basically. Right. No, so um no. so we the don't more want, people in we there, don't want Dino winning again either. Yeah, that's that's. We can't true. have a back to back. It's got to be like the Champions League. No one can win it twice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hang on, hang on. Hasn't there been two fantasies? Yeah, him and. Him oh, it's just one apiece. Okay, yeah. yeah one I'm, I'm the original. I'm, I'm the original. Inaugural. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm uh, sorry, very quickly, I've mentioned two things before we go. So, um, speaking of, we were just speaking about gentlemen uh, in terms of um, people that respect the game and perfect gents. 
we were very kind and lucky enough to go and um, spend some time with Lawrence and Coley uh, last month, which I'm sure you've all, all heard by now. If you haven't, go back and listen to it. He's, uh, he's a very interesting person and, and, and great to listen to. And he has got his fight on uh, Friday uh, Friday at uh, Bethnal Green, which is sold out yep. now, but um, but we'll be on Sky, obviously. And uh, I don't think his opponent's been named yet, but it's next gen. It's what it's about. It's yep. about, about seeing these um, Olympians and... And uh, and these and people making their debuts and early starts in their career to to see what they're about and uh... I think just to go to York Hall is like the spiritual home yeah. of British boxing. If you're a boxing fan of any kind, if you can't go to this one, obviously go to York Hall and just go and go and watch. Goodwin Goodwin has cards there all the time, yeah. you know, and, and uh, I, I believe I'm not sure whether they're doing this still doing the season ticket. Or I haven't checked in ages. They kind of stopped it for a while. Yeah, yeah. we'll see if they th- there was an idea that they had from a, for a season ticket where you buy you pay a set amount and you can get entry throughout the year. It's a really good idea, and if you, if you get the chance to do it, then, then I would definitely recommend it. Um, and finally, go out and, and buy Boxing Monthly. The new one's just dropped. Yeah, uh, Triple G. Yeah, and obviously we've got a big big couple of weeks coming up. We're going to try and do something uh, around the uh, Canadian Triple G fight for you as well. And uh, and we will and we will see you then. But get your questions in, ready for that, and uh, and listen out for the update on the Fantasy League. And we shall see you in a couple of weeks. Peace. Let's go. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.